Hey guys, welcome to episode number nine of the Ego Maniac Movies Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kevin Ego. Going to be talking some movie news today, some trailers, stuff like that. But before we get into it, this episode's movie recommendation, movie of the day, whatever you want to call it, came out in 2002. Austin Powers in Goldmember. Directed by Jay Roach. Directed all the other uh, Austin Powers movies. And he did Dinner for Schmucks, which I think is underrated. Check it out if you haven't. It's silly. It's stupid. But it's funny. There's a lot of laughs to be had in that movie. If you can shut your brain off. You know, if you're going to go into it taking it seriously, you're going to hate it. You're going to despise it. But it is... I I thought it was a fun movie. This is starring Mike Myers, Beyonce, Michael Caine. Uh, Now, the reason, you know, typically I wouldn't do my movie recommendation as the third installment of a trilogy, but we lost Vern Troyer the other day. Um, The incredibly talented uh, Vern Troyer, um, you know, underrated for his acting talent, and he was incredibly funny in his role as Mini-Me in the last two Austin Powers movies, which I can imagine will be tough because there's really no dialogue. I mean, he he has to be funny through action and things like that, and and he was. He he pulled it off very successfully. Um, You know, uh, unfortunately, we lost the man. He was... uh, he will be missed, and he was underrated in these movies, and that's why Austin Powers and Goldmember is my movie recommendation. That's my little tribute to Vern, as it were. Um, this movie is incredibly underrated, I think. To be honest, I think all three Austin Powers movies are underrated. Now, I'm sure I will get some hate for this, but I really do think, as far as the mass of trilogies go... I think Austin Powers deserves to be in the talk of not necessarily the best trilogy of all time, but certainly the best trilogies of all time. You know, because I think everyone is strong. It's a true trilogy. There is no fourth movie, nothing like that. I mean, if you're going to call Jurassic Park, if we're going to put that in, in the argument of best trilogies of all time, this certainly deserves to be in it. You know, in my opinion... All three movies were strong. All three Jurassic Park movies were not strong. The first one was great. You, you know, I that's just my opinion. Like, of course, it doesn't add, it doesn't live up to uh, Star Wars, the original trilogy, or Lord of the Rings. Of course not. You know, but but it certainly lives up to certain trilogies. The Matrix, Back to the Future. You telling me all three of those were strong? Come on, guys. Let's get real. Let's get real here. Two and three were weak. Three was probably stronger than two, in my opinion. I'm sure that's an unpopular opinion. But you know what? Let's let's get back to Goldmember. This movie will definitely make an underrated comedies list one day if I keep doing them. They are not my most popular episodes. I will let you guys know that. But, uh, you know, if, if you like hearing them, let me know because I enjoy doing them. I just want you guys to enjoy it too. And if you don't, I'll, I'll stop doing them. But uh, there's so many. That's such a huge realm, the underrated comedies. I mean... I made a list when I started the first one, and it was so long, and I just kept adding to it. I haven't even... I, I've used maybe half of that list for two episodes because, I, you know, it just keeps adding up, adding up. There's so many underrated comedies out there. Um, whether, whether they're rated poorly, they're shit on by critics and viewers, or no one's just seen them, you know? Like, they just under, they're just under underseen. But, yeah, there's there's so many... So many more I could do and make lists of. So let me know if you guys want to want to hear those still, because I I'd love to do them for you. Um, Seth Green is so underrated in this. He's underrated in any, everything, as far as I'm concerned. He's a great actor and he's a great comedic actor as well. And, and this is no exception. He's really good in this as uh, Doctor Evil's son Scotty. You know, 
really, really funny. He started to come into his own, you know, in the family business, the family evil. It's just great. Um, in my opinion, it totally, totally lives up to the other two, I think. I, I don't think it's fair. Like I said, I mean, it should be. It, it's a fair argument to be made that this is in the best trilogies of all time. You know, I'm not even saying top 10, but I'm saying it, it's worth an argument, I think. Um, it, yeah, it totally lives up to the first two. Watch it if you haven't, guys. Austin Powers and Goldmember, and uh, rest in peace, Vern Troyer. Um, you will be missed. So, yeah, guys, let's get into... The trailers first. I'm going to do the trailers first, then a bit of movie news. There's not much, but uh, I'll probably do a couple of episodes throughout the week, I think, because CinemaCon in Vegas is going on right now. I'm hoping we get like an Aquaman trailer. Uh, I'm sure we'll get a lot, but we, we've got a we got a Venom trailer, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. But before that, let's talk about the trailer that was released the other day for The Meg. Now, I talked about The Meg in my most anticipated uh, movies episode if you listen to that thank you very much it was an honorable mention it didn't make the list but uh you know it's jason statham jason statham and a giant shark i mean and jason statham plays a marine biologist where where do you go wrong i i don't see it i don't see where you can go wrong this movie looks like deep blue sea and kong skull island had a baby that's what it looks like to me tell me if i'm wrong watch the trailer and tell me if i'm wrong i mean some of the shots in the trailer look great they look great some of them look so cool like there's a guy paddle boarding and the Meg is swimming underneath him. That that shot was killer, I thought. And the Megalodon swimming through the beach, you know, knocking people over with the dorsal fin. Very, very cool. You know, it, cartoonized characters big time. But I think that is fine. Because like I said in my top 10 most anticipated episode, this shouldn't be a serious thriller. It won't succeed that way. This movie will not be taken that seriously in my opinion i don't think it will be i think it should be kitschy a little bit i think it should be you know filled with corn sauce and cheese i, I think it needs to be if it's not it it'll fail miserably i think it, i but you know what the fact that bobby darren's beyond the sea somewhere beyond the sea that plays throughout the second half of this trailer and that just kind of cements it in my brain that this isn't going to be a serious thriller this movie is self-aware everyone involved knew what they were making and that's a you know not necessarily a total b movie but kind of a b movie you know the b movies are kind of making a resurgence which i really like to see um like a fun a fun b movie you know it's not going to win any oscars but it's going to make you laugh it's going to make you you know sweet you know it's going to be fun and that's that's why I go to the movies personally. That's a pattern you'll see in this podcast. Um, I go to the movies to escape. I, I go to the movies to have fun. And I think this is the perfect example of that. I think this movie is going to work. I have high hopes for it. If it's self-aware, if the people making it knew knew that they were making, you know, it was not to be taken seriously, I think this will be a lot, a lot of fun. So that's my impressions on the Meg trailer. Next up... The Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald trailer. Now, this was on my top 10 most anticipated list for the year. I can't remember where it was. Maybe 9? I think maybe 9 or 8. Somewhere around there. Uh, And it could be higher. But I don't have a a ton to say about this one. I'll have more once there's an official trailer, which there might be after CinemaCon, which, you know, maybe we'll make an episode tomorrow or some such uh, if the trailers are released. This is just a teaser trailer. Now, if you guys have seen this, this is just a teaser trailer, and it's crazy how incredible it is. 
this is a fucking unbelievable trailer and that's why it could it could have moved up you know if i had seen this trailer before making my top 10 most anticipated list it probably would have been higher because this trailer is unbelievable i am totally sold on jude law's alba stumbledore and he's in the trailer for maybe a total of 10 15 seconds totally sold on it i love it it's great to see dan fogler or fogler i'm not 100 percent on that how do you say it but it's great to see him back as kowalski I'm a big fan of the guy, um, and it's just good to see Hogwarts again, man. It, it was featured in the trailer, and it, it it gave me chills. It's good to see that school again. You know, I grew up watching things that were happening in that school, and, and it's it's really refreshing to see it again. There was an uproar because you're not supposed to be able to apparate into Hogwarts, and I mean, y- you know, yeah, it, people are freaking out about it, but in my opinion, this movie takes place in the 20s. The reason you can't apparate into Hogwarts in the Harry Potter films and in that time period in which those films take place, it probably happens in this movie. The reason they can't, it probably happens in the in these movies. And they're going to explain that. J.K. Rowling knows what she's doing. She's going to explain it. You know, she's the queen of explanation. She's She's so good with words and backstory and, you know, she she's going to figure it out. So relax, homies. Relax, my Harry Potter homies. You know, there's a reason people in the 20s can apparate into Hogwarts, and there's a reason they can't in the Harry Potter uh, timeline. And it's going to be explained. I'm not worried about it in the slightest. I don't think there should have been an uproar about that. Um, Now, I will say this. I heard an interesting point the other day. Or, as a matter of fact, I read it. I believe it was on Twitter. Now, I have no problem with Johnny Depp as Grindelwald. I'm one of the few people that doesn't have a problem with Johnny Depp as Grindelwald. But I read a really simple tweet the other day. And all it said was, there is no reason Colin Farrell couldn't have been Grindelwald. And they are completely right. (laughs) There really isn't. You know, I've watched Fantastic Beasts several times since it came out of theaters, since I bought it on Blu-ray. And there really is no reason it couldn't have just been Colin Farrell. And it probably should have been. If I had to pick, yeah, Colin Farrell would have been my choice. I mean, it was a cool transformation shot, I guess. You know, ooh, it's not him, it's Johnny Depp. I mean, I guess. But the fact that it was Johnny Depp, I think, actually took away from it. Because no one was saying, ooh, it's it's Grindelwald, it's someone else. Everyone was saying, ooh, it's Johnny Depp. You know, and I think that was the problem with it. And I'm hoping... That doesn't carry over into this film. I'm hoping we can just, you know, ignore the fact that it's Johnny Depp. Hopefully he creates a decent character. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just thought that was interesting. I thought I'd uh, I thought I'd mention it because there really is no reason Colin Farrell couldn't have been Grindelwald. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, the thing I like most about this trailer, the absolute thing I like most, and I hope it continues as more marketing shit is released, trailers and stuff and such, it doesn't give anything away. I don't know where this movie's going to go. I have no idea. But it got me excited for the movie still. That's such a fine line with trailers. You know, if it doesn't show you enough of the plot, you don't get interested. If it do- if it shows you too much, it's giving away too much and you know everything going in. This movie, you know, it walked a fine line. Um, but it, it is probably easier to cut a trailer out of this stuff because there's so many cool shots with the, with the beasts, obviously, and, you know, Hogwarts. And it's... The, the Harry Potter universe is just filled with stunning set pieces, and this trailer's filled with them as well. 
But, you know, that's what I love about this trailer. It really does not give anything away. I have no fucking clue where this movie's going to go, and I love that. You know, case in point, the worst trailers were for Batman v Superman. Those trailers gave away the entire plot. The entire thing. And then they showed you things before something happened. And then later on in the trailer, it was obvious that those things got resolved. You know, it was it was very, very the weak trailers, weak marketing. Um, but luckily, so far for Fantastic Beast Crimes of Grindelwald, we've been lucky. I, I think this was an incredible trailer, guys. Let me know what you thought. Um, moving on. Jurassic World 2 Fallen Kingdom trailer. Now... I liked a lot about this trailer, and I disliked a lot about it. A lot about it. Um, so let's get into that. I mean, I hear a lot of people saying they're getting Lost World vibes from this. Jurassic Park Lost World vibes. Now, I completely agree. I'm getting those vibes as well. But I'm getting a lot of Jurassic Park 3 vibes from this as well. Which does scare me. Stylistically, things like that. It, it, it does feel a little bit like Jurassic Park 3. Um... To me, the Indoraptor, I think that's what it's called, the Indoraptor. It feels like something that should have been in Jurassic Park 3. Remember I talked about this in my uh, most anticipated, you know, when they make the transfer uh, between animal and, or the distinction rather, between animal and monster. And we're really pushing the monster now. Which, it bugs me, but I think the one huge thing I, I took away from this trailer is that my expectations have changed. My expectations for this movie are still high, but they're different. And I'll tell you why. I think I've been putting too much stock into these being Jurassic Park movies. And that's 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 uh, on me. That's totally on me. That's me being an asshole. Um, it's unfair. It's unfair for me to do that because these aren't Jurassic Park movies. And that's what this trailer made me realize. These are not Jurassic Park movies. These are Jurassic world movies this is a new trilogy you know much like in my opinion i compare it to star wars you know stylistically every trilogy of star wars is totally different the original trilogy you know they're they're much of the same the prequel trilogy are totally different movies yeah they tie in they tie into the story, of course they do. Well, they're prequels, obviously they do. But stylistically, they are totally different. They're their own trilogy, as well as the new ones. Force Awakens, Last Jedi. Those are very similar, but as opposed to the other two trilogies, they're not very similar, stylistically. So, you know, of course they're still Star Wars trilogies, but... These are still Jurassic trilogies, but one is Jurassic, a Jurassic Park trilogy, and one is a Jurassic World trilogy. Um, so I've made the distinction between the two, and, and my expectations have changed. This trailer promises some really cool shots. I can say that about it. Incredibly cool shots. The Rex chasing after something under, like, spotlights in the rain. Then there's a helicopter, too. I mean, it looked sweet. It looked amazing. It looked like a little Dennis Nedry nod. You know, the yellow rain jacket. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, the Mosasaurus and the Surf looked fucking awesome. That looked so cool. I need more Mosasaurus in this one, let me tell you. And the trailer is promising me that. I can't believe, I cannot believe it took us four Jurassic movies to get a consistent aquatic dinosaur. 
You know, that that just seems like such a huge oversight. An underwater dinosaur, that seems sweet. I've always been fascinated with, like, underwater creatures, you know, and dinosaurs especially. They're badass. The Spinosaurus in 3 does not count. Okay, let's just wipe that out of existence. I actually didn't hate Jurassic Park 3. I don't love it, but I can watch it. But the Spinosaurus doesn't count. It just kind of swims. It, it is really good to see a fully aquatic dinosaur, finally. Um about the negatives you know i i do have some negatives not necessarily about the trailer but about the you know the first movie and this movie what it appears is going to happen i really don't like bd wong's character i really don't like it i don't know why they brought him back i think they should have just you know created a new scientist and you know dealt with it that way i don't think they should have brought if they were going to bring anyone back from the trilogy from the original movie it shouldn't have been B.D. Wong. I, I like the guy's acting. He's a good actor. But this character, I mean, it's fucking pointless in my opinion. He was just a scientist in the original. There was nothing eerie about him. He was just working for Hammond. And now he only almost reminds me of, like, Dr. Evil. You know? A little bit. He's just so blatantly smirmy and evil. I mean, I guess that's the character. But it wasn't the character in the original. He was just a simple guy. He was kind of a... You know, he was a glorified extra, to be honest. He just had a one line. It was silly to bring him back. And I don't really like the character, but we'll see. Hopefully, they'll do something different with it. And we'll see. You know, I I, I do have high hopes for this one. But like I said earlier, my expectations have uh, changed. They haven't differed too much, but they've they, uh, as far as quality is concerned. But they have changed um, as far as like... Uh, I'm trying to think of how to explain it. You know, I'm not expecting Jurassic Park anymore. I- I'm I'm expecting a better Jurassic World. That's what I'm expecting. That- that's how I'll put it. I'm expecting Jurassic World, but a little bit more. Which you know, th- as far as the trailer goes, I-, I I'm getting that vibe. I'm I am getting that vibe. I didn't hate the trailer. In the end, I'm fifty fifty on this one. I love Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard, and I'm hoping they can carry this one. I think they will. I am confident it'll be a fun movie. Let me know what you guys thought about Jurassic World 2 Fallen Kingdom trailer. Now let's get on to the final trailer. This one came out, I believe, late last night. I'm pretty sure some footage from CinemaCon was leaked, so they probably thought, fuck it, we'll release a trailer anyway. And that is Venom. I love the cast. Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams, who's incredibly underrated. She's one of my favorite actresses working right now. I think Michelle Williams is awesome. Uh, Riz Ahmed, who I liked in Drive. Um, I liked him in Rogue One. He's good. Now, let's get into the actual trailer, not the cast. Showing Venom at the end of this trailer was absolutely the smartest thing they could have possibly done. Because without it, this trailer is horrible. In my opinion. You know, I always say that. This is my opinion. You know, I don't know I'm right. But for me, this is what I think. This trailer is terrible. If they don't show Venom at the end of this mo- at the end of this trailer, it is ugh, just awful. It looks like such a generic action movie. I mean, the first line in the trailer made me laugh. And and you guys watch it, rewatch it and really listen to it. I love Tom Hardy. I think he's a great actor. But the line is hilarious. The guy you work for is an evil person. That's, that's the way it's delivered. That's the way the line sounds in my ears. I don't know. Tell me if I'm wrong. That's what I heard. 
and it made me laugh hysterically. Uh, I really don't have much to say about this. I'm not sold on it at all. I thought the trailer was quite lame. I don't know why Venom needs uh, to have a motorcycle chase. Like I, it just, and a lot of the, a lot of the powers he seems to have as Venom seem a little. It just seems a very very over the top, but it doesn't know it's over the top at all. Um, it, it seems very very strange, but not in a dark way almost like a, it's i don't know i don't even know how to explain this one guys it's out of my hands you know uh watch the trailer let me know what you think um i, I like i said i really think if you don't show venom at the end of this trailer people are in a fucking panic because it wasn't good i didn't think that's what i have to say about the venom trailer guys let me know what you thought now let's get into some news some news that struck me um you know, most of it made me happy. Some of it did not. Uh, Goosebumps sequel got a title, and it is Goosebumps Haunted Halloween. To my knowledge, Jack Black is not involved, which is a bummer uh, for many reasons. One being he was great in it, and he's great in everything. I love Jack Black. I'm a huge Jack Black fan. Uh, he was really good as R.L. Stein. And number two, he voiced Slappy the Dummy, I believe, in the first one. Now, if he's not involved, I can't see him voicing Slappy in this one, and I can't see this one not including Slappy. So that's a bit of a bummer. It's a bit of a bum dog, but, you know, we'll see. I have high hopes for this one because I really enjoyed the first one. It was a very, very fun uh, movie, and I'm sure I'll talk about it later on in the year when I do some Halloween episodes. So, yeah, Goosebumps sequel gets a title, Goosebumps Haunted Halloween. I really like the title, too. So, you know, moving on. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, sequel set to release Christmas time of next year. Uh, big surprise. The movie made a zillion dollars at the box office. Of course, it was going to get a sequel. That's the way Hollywood works. Dwayne Johnson will return, allegedly. Uh, that's the only person they've mentioned, and I hope the rest of the cast does as well, including Nick Jonas. That was a pleasant surprise. I thought Nick Jonas was actually very good in that movie. Uh, Jack Black, Karen Gillian, um, Kevin Hart. I thought it all worked well. I thought they had great chemistry, and I'm hoping they all come back for the sequel. Uh, yeah, you know, as far as the marketing stuff for that movie went, the trailers and shit like that, I thought it was terrible, but the movie, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. Bought it the day I came out. Uh, watched it probably three times since then. Just a really, really fun movie. Again, one of those movies, it's the reason you go to the cinema. Um, last but certainly not least, guys. Like I said, I'm not going to do a ton of movie news today, but uh, I'm going to do a bit. And I'm going to, I might try doing this a little more. So let me know uh, if you're interested in hearing that because I, when, when there's a week like this, like CinemaCon and stuff, I really like doing this because there's so much fun stuff, uh, so many trailers, so much, um, not necessarily plot details, but little tiny things that you hear, casting news and shit. Um, and, and it's just fun to talk about. So last but certainly not least, guys, let's talk about James Cameron, the Capus Casey, Ontario native. He's from my home province. Let me tell you why that pisses me off. This is a James Cameron quote from the other day. I'm hoping we'll start getting Avenger fatigue here pretty soon. Not that I don't love the movies. It's just, come on, guys. There are other stories to tell besides hypergonadal males without families doing death-defying things for two hours and wrecking cities in the process. It's like, oi. Okay, so you don't love them. <laughs> Let's get that right out of the way. You don't love the movies. Listen to what you just said about them. 
I mean, is this not incredibly hypocritical? He's currently working on four Avatar sequels and a Terminator reboot sequel, whatever the fuck. You know? Listen, I get what he's saying. I get I get what he's saying. I, I totally get it. But I don't get the fact that he's the one saying it. This is the second time in the last little while that he's opened his big stupid mouth and said something ridiculous. Last year he was going on about how basically Wonder Woman wasn't a good character because she wasn't Sarah Connor. That's what I got from it. You know, he was basically saying, oh, she's good looking so it doesn't work. But Sarah Connor, she wasn't, you know, stereotypically good looking. Whatever, dude. You know, people like the movie. Get over it. This It screams jealousy. This guy screams jealousy, and he's James Cameron. Everyone says, you know, oh, you got to show respect. No, if he's being a dick, you call him a dick. You know, you call him as you see him. I don't care who he is. You know, he, he acts like an asshole sometimes. So, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, consider him an asshole. That's what he is. If he's, if you know, if he's saying things like this, and I, I've heard bad things about James Cameron. I've heard great things about James Cameron. And I'm not going to take away the fact that he's not only an incredible filmmaker, he's an incredibly innovative filmmaker. But here's my thing. If you want to stay relevant, make a great movie. People will see it. It doesn't matter if it's a Marvel movie. That's the thing. This is something that, you know, people on the street say. And, you know, there, there's some legitimacy to it. Yeah, we've seen a lot of Marvel movies. I understand. But James Cameron should not be coming out in public and saying shit like this. You know, you're above that. I'm not going to say you're better than that because clearly you've proved otherwise. But you're, you should be above that. You know, you're, you, you've made two of the highest grossing movies of all time. You know, stop worrying about them. Stop worrying about the other movies. You make a movie. And people will see it. You know, people aren't only going to see Marvel movies. That's not what they're seeing. You know, A Quiet Place did great in the box office in the last couple weeks. An indie horror film directed by a comedian. A a typical comedian, but great actor. That's not taking anything away from John Krasinski. I think he's great. Um, And I haven't seen A Quiet Place, by the way. I want to so badly. It looks amazing. But people saw that movie. You know, and it wasn't a Marvel movie. It's just, this is such a silly thing to say, uh, especially coming out of James Cameron's mouth. I don't know. Tell me what you guys think. I mean, again, I get why people are getting tired of the MCU. For the most part, I'm one of those people. But it's not like there aren't other movies to see. I don't have to go see them. You know, you don't go to the movies and say, what, what should we see, honey? Oh, well, it's only, you know, there's only Black Panther and Shazam. It's like, no, that's not that's not the case. At any given time, there's one, on very rare occasions, two Marvel movies playing in the theater. You can just avoid them. You know? It's like constantly listening to a band and shitting all over them because you hate them. Don't listen. It's simple. You know, that that's just my take on it, guys. Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, that's all I have for movie news today. Uh, you know, f- fairly short episode, but that's okay. A little short and sweet. Um, I- I'm looking to do more of these because then I think I'll get more episodes out, more content out for you guys to listen to. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Like I said, CinemaCon is this weekend, uh, or this week rather. So I'll probably be trying to cover some news coming out of that. Again, hopefully we'll get an Aquaman trailer and I can uh, shed some light on that because that it was my number seven, I believe, most anticipated movie of 2018. 
Uh, Let me know what you guys thought about this episode. Let me know if there's anything else you want to hear me do. Uh, As always, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at EgomaniacMovies. No caps, no spaces, no nothing. Uh, Yeah, that's it for today, guys. Take care. And remember, don't diss the star child.